You're listening to the Reimagined Social Media Podcast. If you see the importance and power of social media but aren't comfortable creating content that just adds to the noise, this show is for you. It's time to stop thinking of social media as a necessary evil or something you dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world. I'm your host, Katie Hinderer, a former blogger and Instagram influencer turned business owner. My company, Rosebud Social, helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional, heart-centered way, and I want to help you to do the same. So friend, grab a cup of coffee or craft beer, and let's talk all things social media. Today we're diving into part three of the series on do I need to be on all the social media platforms? Uh, So two episodes ago, we looked at answering that, do I need to be on the platforms? The quick answer is no. Last week we looked at, well then, how do I know which platforms to be on? We went and talked about the demographics of all the various platforms that are really popular right now and how to determine which is best for you. And now I want to talk just a little bit, and this will probably be a pretty short episode, but I want to talk just a little bit about um, do I need to create different content for each platform that I'm on? Um, and <clears throat> I would say the answer to this is a, a yes-ish. Okay, so let's talk about the yes part of this for first for you. So I think... Absolutely, your content should be 100% tailored to suit the various audiences you're trying to engage with, right? So since those audiences are different on every platform, check out last week's post uh, if, or episode if you you know missed that. Since the audiences are different on each platform, your content needs to also be slightly different on every platform. Also because every platform looks different, right? Or has different size requirements, has different things that it um, prioritizes. You also need to keep that in mind, right? So uh, for instance, right? um, Let's say you're trying to connect with middle-aged moms on Facebook. Should you post the exact same content that you use to connect with kind of Gen Zers on Instagram? No, of course not, right? The Gen Z and the Gen X literally speak two different languages. They don't even understand each other. Or let's go back to the art studio idea uh, that we talked about in the last episode, right? If you run an art studio that offers midday classes, that means you're hitting people who are stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads, retirees, that it's it. You're not, you're not reaching the business professional because they can't come in in the middle of the day for an art class to learn how to blow glass or whatever. Um, So you want to think through that a little bit and think, okay, like, do I need to create different, if you run that art studio, the stay-at-home mom, who's probably millennial age, she's probably in her 30s, she needs different content, different things are going to interest her, different things are going to be visually compelling to her, different captions are going to catch her attention than the retiree. And while both might be your target demographic, right? Your target audience. Because if your target audience is people who have an hour of free time in the middle of a work day, that's both stay-at-home moms and retirees. But you need to word things a little bit differently, right? Your captions need to be a little different. Your images need to be a little bit different. And because you're posting it on different platforms for these different demographics, that also needs to be different too. I think the other thing to keep in mind when we consider kind of creating content for different platforms is that people use multiple platforms for different reasons, right? So think about the social media accounts that you have devoid of your business, just in general, the social media accounts that you have that you're on. Chances are you don't get on Twitter, for instance, to see beautiful imagery. Chances are you probably don't get on Pinterest to connect with your family. 
right? You get on Facebook to connect with your family. You get on Pinterest to find the next delicious recipe you want to try, right? You get on Twitter maybe to catch up on the news or read the latest tea, whatever it happens to be, right? There are different reasons that we log on to different platforms um, and different purposes with which we use that. So because of that, that means we also need to create content that's a little different based on kind of the general ideas, the general reasons people tend to get on various platforms. So let's go back to the art studio, for example. Um, and I think this is perfect because right now um, I picked up the hobby of watercoloring. I got a set for Christmas. Um, and I'm using Instagram Reels to get it inspired for future projects, but I'm using YouTube to get the step-by-step kind of instructions on how to execute projects, right? So sometimes I will find beautiful reels. So I will use Instagram as kind of my, my launching point. I will find beautiful reels that people create, and then I will kind of click through to the profile and see if they have YouTube tutorials that explain how to do that exact thing. I am not on Instagram looking for the tutorial. Those are very difficult to see when I'm going to watch a 30 second reel a hundred times to learn how to paint that scene, even if it's done in fast mode. No, of course not. Right. Because again, I'm looking on Instagram for inspiration and on YouTube for the how to. So the art studio, right? Maybe you are doing a reel on Instagram of kind of the sped up process again for inspiration. You're doing the full tutorial on YouTube to really instruct and educate. And maybe you're doing the step-by-step instructions kind of written out maybe with some kind of graphic or whatever on Facebook. So, because your audience is probably the type that maybe they want to print out how to do it while they're also watching the video of you doing that. And maybe that's kind of how you create content on Facebook. So thinking through the different ways in which we use the platforms, the different people who are on the platforms and the different types of media, imagery, video, sizes, shapes, text, all of that, that is highlighted or prioritized on the different platforms means we need to be creating different content for the different platforms. But if you remember when I started this episode, I said, yes, ish, yes, ish, you need to have different content across all your platforms. So here's the ish. I think that it's a big waste of our time to reinvent the wheel every time we switch social media platforms. Now, this is just my personal opinion. I am a big fan of work smarter and not harder. So not everyone agrees with this, but I think it's something that we can do is we can we can make small tweaks to our posts, to our content that make it better for the various platforms, right? Better for a different platform. So and I'm not alone in thinking this, actually. I was doing a little research um, and Hootsuite did a, um, kind of looked at the, the local trends from 2023 and 53% of businesses right now reuse and just cross post content across all of their platforms, right? They post the exact same stuff everywhere. 30% do what I do and what I think is a really good move right now is that they, you start with one post and then you make significant changes for each platform so that it's best optimized for that platform. And then 18% of the people that Hootsuite um, surveyed said that they create different posts completely from scratch from each platform. And what I find interesting with this is the number of people, 53% who just reuse and cross post everything has actually gone down from previous years because people are realizing we need to get really specific on the different platforms. We can't just think a one size fits all mentality works for social media. 
But at the same time, with only 18% creating totally different posts and totally different things from scratch for each platform, people also realize we don't need to be reinventing the wheel every single time we create something for social media, especially with the frequency and the cadence with which we do that. So I'm a big fan of way that kind of I do it. So we start, and this is how my team does it as well. We start with maybe some kind of event. So let's take a holiday that just happened. Easter um, is the perfect example. So for our clients, a lot of them, which are Catholic businesses um, and entities, obviously they wanted to post about Easter. So we started with a general post, um, a general idea, kind of similar imagery. And then what we do is we tweak that just slightly for each of the platforms that our clients are on. So Instagram, maybe we've got the image and it's it's a very image um, friendly platform, right? So we take the image and we make sure that that is really crisp and that's clean and that it's attractive to the audience that we're trying to hit on Instagram. We write a caption. And then we translate that into Facebook. And so we make the image not square anymore. We make the image a little bit more horizontal in its shape. We tweak the caption slightly. Maybe we add a link to the caption. Maybe we add a little bit more content to the caption because Facebook allows you to read a little bit more there, right? And kind of enjoy some of that. So we just, we take it and we tweak it just slightly, right? Or maybe we'll um, highlight a different part of the image on Facebook versus Instagram, right? We do this with some of our clients where we take one photo or one visual, one graphic, and we you know, show it blown up on one platform and then we show it kind of pared down and kind of minimalized on another. Again, kind of thinking through the audience that we're talking to, the people we're trying to market and, and what they're looking for, what they enjoy, what they wanna like and share and comment on. So that's why I say yes-ish. You definitely need to be creating different Things. You definitely can, should not be cross-posting across all your platforms. But it doesn't mean you need to be reinventing the wheel with every single thing. So go ahead and take a look at maybe an upcoming social media post you have if you've got things scheduled out or kind of planned out. Or if you don't, go ahead and look at a recent one that you maybe haven't, that you have recently posted. Um, and ask yourself, like, what small changes could I make if you're one of these people who's kind of cross-posting across all the platforms? What small change can you make to make that post appeal a little bit more to the different audiences on the different platforms, right? What small change can I make to make it more effective, optimized better for the, uh, for the different platforms? Again, it does not have to be dramatic. It can absolutely be something that's kind of small and targeted and pretty easy. And I do have to add one kind of caveat to all of this. If you are mainly on one platform because you are a new business owner, you are have a small team, right? You just don't have the time, you don't have the energy or the effort right now, and you're on one platform, but maybe you're using the other as kind of a placeholder for when you do have more time or more talent to be able to post a little more strategically there, which people do, right? They often will get accounts on many of the platforms for their business for when they have the time and the energy and, and the team to be able to do that. I think if that's the case, then the best is the enemy of the good. And sometimes you have to start somewhere. So cross posting is totally fine. I will tell you that I often end up doing this for Rosebud Social on Facebook. It's not my big demographic. It's not my target audience necessarily on Facebook, but I do want to have a presence there. And so we do often cross post from Instagram to Facebook with no changes only because I don't have the time to be doing that right now. I want to focus more on my clients. And so we do use that as a placeholder. So I will say that if you you know are doing that, that's fine. Um, 
but also keeping that in mind, right? Like I'm doing that as a placeholder for when we do have more time, as opposed to this is my content strategy. I think that is a, a, a big difference that you want to make cross posting across all the platforms is not a content strategy and that's not an effective strategy for you cross posting because that's all you can do right now is fine. But I would suggest you, you pare it down to as thin as you can get and really hone in on optimizing and customizing as much as you possibly can. Okay. I hope that helps. I hope these last three episodes have been really helpful in helping you decide and determine what is best for your business and for your own sanity and for your own self to be on uh, what platforms are best. Where is your audience? Where are they hanging out? What does your business need in order to grow? And I hope this encourages you to get off of some platforms or maybe try a new platform if that's going to be better for your business and for your audience. Um, we do not have to stick with the things that we've always done. We do not have to stick with the things that were tried and true. Yes, again, it is totally scary sometimes to leave a platform or to step away from a platform and try something new, but it also is really worth it. And there's no time like the present to start. 